Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Wicked Insurance Matters radio show with Greg Durrett of Future Secured Financial, unraveling the questions and misconceptions about how things like life insurance, annuities, disability insurance, long-term care insurance, and much, much more can affect you, your family, and your retirement. So sit back and listen closely. People are depending on you. And now, here is Greg. Welcome, welcome again to another episode of Wicked Insurance Matters with me, Greg Durrett, and oh my goodness, the live imaginary studio audience just seemingly can't get enough. All right, thank you, thank you, everybody, for sharing it out for a little bit. So here we are again. Uh, we're ready to talk about all the Wicked Insurance Matters that matter a wicked lot. <laughs> it's kind of funny the way we use that word wicked up here in the Northeast, right? Uh, everybody else in the uh, country thinks that it means a bad thing, and we know different, don't we? So that's why today's show is entitled Life Insurance is Wicked Too. It's a good thing, not a bad thing. Let's all just make sure we have the basis for that. And we can always, again, thank my EIP, my esteemed imaginary producer, Mr. Charles J. Snodbury Third, for giving us the insight to have this to this show. But... Let's get down to the basics of this thing. And I said it in my preamble to this show, on the, in the written preamble, that is, that I'm an idiot. I must be an idiot because I'm going to be 33 years in this business come the end of the month. And all that time, I've been thinking that people are most concerned, primarily concerned, uh, about their families, and that's true. That's usually the, always the case why you want to, first of all, consider getting something like life insurance in place. But at the end of the day, the people that don't buy it, which, by the way, is a staggering number. It's over 50% don't have insurance at all or have very, very little. Um, that is a, That's a disturbing fact. But the reason for those folks, the number one reason they're not buying enough or buying it at all, is they actually think in their head that it costs an awful lot of money. It must be super expensive. It has to be. I mean, after all, it's such a good thing. How could it not be expensive? And so people don't look for it. They hear the ads. They hear folks like me out there talking about it all the time. But that next step, that next level of actually finding out what it costs, hmm, now it's a problem. And I, and I think that a lot of folks understand this as being a type of product that requires underwriting, awful thing, right? 
underwriting. Well, they're going to get inside my life. They're going to get inside my world. And what if I'm not the perfect person? And, oh, that's really where they're going to get you. They're going to jack up your rates when they know that I am not the Greek Adonis that I should be. (laughs) Well, I got news for you, folks. Everybody has got a little bit of something somewhere going on with their health. Maybe you're a little too short for your weight, as they say. Maybe you have a touch of cholesterol or high blood pressure, or you've had some things in the past, like maybe you had uh, a basal skin cell. Uh, maybe you had a little bit of surgery for some one thing or another. Well, guess what? So has everyone. Why do you think healthcare makes up 20% of the economy? It's because people are not perfect. Insurance companies know that. And so when you're thinking about underwriting or things that require underwriting, it's not a bad thing. It's something you should do. Actually, there are a lot of policies out there, believe it or not, uh, companies that offer these things that say, okay, no underwriting required. Well, on its face, it sounds like a good thing, but in reality, what happens is you're probably going to be paying a whole lot more than you should. So therein lies maybe one of the rubs is a lot of folks have gone out and they've gone on the Internet and they say, oh, well, let me look at what it's going to cost if I don't want to do this underwriting thing because that underwriting, ooh, scary. I'll get the one without the underwriting. Simple. And then they see a number. And that number generally is pretty high um, because think about it. The insurance company has no idea what they're doing or what you're doing, what you're up to. Um, their chance for adverse risk selection, in other words, their chance to get a lot more people that have things that really are truly wrong with them as opposed to folks that probably just have a couple of little tweaks and, and twiddles, as it were, well, that's higher, so they have to charge more for that. The underwriting process itself is actually pretty straightforward and to your advantage because, again, companies that do it understand that not everyone is perfect and that their pricing of things is going to reflect that, saying, hey, listen, you know what, we understand life insurance is really kind of a misnamed product. It really is about death, or at least certain parts of it, certain types are just about death. But, they, you know, they want to be able to insure you. They want you to favor them with business. They want to make the process as easy as possible. They want to have the underwriting as favorable in your favor so that you will favor them with business, meaning you're going to pay them premium and they're going to be happy to have it. They want you to stay alive and keep paying, right? But they can't overcharge you because the competition is absolutely vicious out there and somebody else might come along one day and say, ha, we can drop your price by this or that and off you go and now that company no longer has your business. So it's a good thing, this underwriting thing. And it is to your financial benefit to go through. Now, here's one of the bugaboos that people go crazy about when it comes to this underwriting piece. Well, what if I get in there and I find out that they've discovered something that I didn't know about or they look at things in a way that's not to my advantage and now it's on my record? Well, guess what? Insurance companies don't create your record. Your doctors do that. So one way or another, at some point in your life, that so-called record 
is going to get recorded, whether or not it's through your health insurance or uh, disability insurance or any other type of insurance, including life insurance, it's going to get written down by a doctor and seen by insurance companies. And here is a little secret for you to kind of maybe help uh, get past this whole thing about worrying whether or not an insurance company is going to notice something about life insurance. Every time you've ever had any kind of insurance through work or otherwise, the information that's in your medical record goes to a place called the MIB, the Medical Information Bureau. And what that is, it's a giant clearinghouse, if you will, of information about you and your medical record. And all the companies will use that as their primary service to work against the records that they get from your doctors to make sure that everything is correct. And sometimes, every once in a while, there's a little something that's in there that's not supposed to be, so we get it corrected. But that information is out there already. So take the anxiety level down just a notch about worrying what the insurance companies are going to find. And in actual fact, that sometimes they can find things that you didn't even know about that can help you. I had a client many years ago that didn't know, I don't know why, but didn't know uh, had jaundice. And for whatever reason, uh, I don't know, I think it was because the uh, doctor that he had seen was overseas or something like that. So anyway, we were able to discover that for him, and he was able to finally pay attention to it and get the treatment that he needed. So it was actually a good thing that we were able to find what was going on with him. So it, it does it does matter for price. It sometimes can matter in ways to help you get things uh, recognized and treated that you might not have otherwise even noticed. So keep in mind that this is a good thing, all right? We're going to take a little break right now, and we're going to talk when we get back about the the types of insurances and really what it is that they're used for, uh, some of the taxation that happens with them. All of those types of things are going to be, uh, I hope, would actually play into your decision, and I'm aiming to hopefully clear up um, my my stupidity and idiocy about all of this stuff by hoping to get all this information out to you and maybe it'll actually work to your advantage. All right? We will be right Hey, Jenna, have you seen the TV show Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod on Channel 99? OMG, I love that show. It's with Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis. She's an international best-selling author and Lori Boyle, the CEO of Lori Boyle Media. Right. They're hosting a personal development seminar, Retreat for the Soul. It's about your dreams, meditation, healing, and the subconscious mind. Ooh. It sounds fun. And rejuvenating. Let's go. Where do we sign up? Their website, wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Did you know that you can use your own radio show to promote your business and become a celebrity in your area or industry? Do you have a great idea for a radio show or a passion that you would like to share with other like-minded people? The Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio and TV hosts Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle will show you how. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. Do you have a great story to tell or do you want to write your memoir? Best-selling author Kathleen O'Keefe Cannabis and Lori Boyle, CEO of Lori Boyle Media, are the hosts of the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod TV and radio shows. Join their Writer's Workshop Intensive to get writing and get published. Go to wickedhousewivesoncapecod.com. 
And here we are again. All right. So before the break, let's get back into it right away. Before the break, we talked about all these different things about underwriting and cost and all this kind of thing. Um, just one more thing on that. One of the things you can do, and this is going to be a shameless self-promotion plug right now, if you want to get a price without having to talk to people, you want to kick some tires, you want to play around a little bit, you want to go and see what things would cost you, but you also want it to be an accurate, relatively accurate quote, um, because a lot of times if you go to these online tools, it's, hey, uh, what is your, what's your date of birth, and um, do you smoke? And boom, they give you a number. You know what, that's bogus, it's not going to work. Um, once they do the full underwriting, it's not going to be the real number, so it's a waste of your time. Um, and a lot of these other types of websites pretty much want to hear just about everything you could possibly tell them before they even consider giving you a number. And then when you try to get the number, it ends up being just a, hey, thanks, we're going to, uh, we're going to get a hold of you and we're going to work with you. Well, you can go to my website, Future Secured Financial, right? Everybody knows that, Future Secured, S-E-C-U-R-E-D, financial.com, and go to the life insurance section. Uh, go to any of these personal insurance sections. It's in there a bunch of different places. It has a banner that says, you know, need life insurance, click here. And it is a really, really, really excellent tool that you can go into. You can kick around. I will never know you're in there unless you actually call and say, hey, I want to buy some life insurance. And that's actually available through the system as well. But you're going to be able to go in and kick some tires, quote a bunch of different types of coverages, give, a, give up enough information without putting your name or your email or any of that kind of stuff. You can just kind of knock around in there, have some fun. It, it actually is kind of cute and fun. You'll, you'll see when you get in there. But kick around, try it out, see what things actually are probably going to cost you, um, and it's, it's going to be a good thing. I think it'll, it'll demystify a whole bunch of this stuff. All right, so what are the different types of insurances that are out there when it comes to life insurance? Well, there's a few, and I'm going to go in terms of escalating costs. This cost is the big thing on everybody's mind. The very, very cheapest type of insurance you can get is term life insurance. Now, what is term life? Term life is something that says, I want to have X amount of dollars, let's, let's say whatever, half a million dollars worth of life insurance, and I only need it for the next, or 30 years even. Well, you can do that. You can buy that, and you can pay the premium each and every year. It will remain level for the period of time that you have Dictated. So let's say it's a 20-year level premium. Well, that's going to mean that whatever the price is, let's say it turns out to be 50 bucks a month or something like that. Well, you're going to pay that $50 a month for the 20 years. Now, at the end of 20 years, your premium will skyrocket because you're at the end of the guaranteed premium period. Your insurance, a lot of people think your insurance just ends. In most cases, it doesn't. What happens is it goes up in price on an annual renewable basis because that's the most expensive type of insurance you can get at that level right there. It's going to shoot up. So that $50 a month might become $500 a month. Now, what do people typically do? They say, no, thank you, and the policy will cancel. So that's where term insurance is interesting. Now, another thing about term insurance, you cannot adjust it. So if you're five years into your 20-year policy and you say, geez, you know what, I need a million dollars of insurance, not a half million. Can I increase that? No, you cannot. 
You can't increase it. You can't decrease it. You can't say, well, can we make it a 10-year instead of a 20-year? Once it's in place, that term insurance is what it is. It is you're going to pay for it. Now, it's not like a mortgage. You don't get locked into that 20 years where you absolutely, if you want you to say, yes, I want that, you have to have it for 20 years. You can cancel it at any time you want, but you can't change it. All right, that, that much is, is uh, hopefully helpful to folks. So you can go out there for the term insurance. Next, above the term insurance, there is a thing called guaranteed universal life insurance. Now, it's not term insurance, but it functions kind of like it. It doesn't really build cash value. Actually, the cash value will end up going to zero within a few years. So it has this little bump in cash at the beginning, but it really doesn't have any cash value in it whatsoever. More based on how long you want that thing to last. Guaranteed means it's going to stay in effect for whatever amount of time. You pick the age this time. So I want it to go to age 90. I want it to go to age 100. And all the way up, you can go all the way up to age 121, believe it or not. Most people laugh and go, ha, like I'll make it that long. Well, you know what? People nowadays didn't think they'd be living as long as they are currently because medicine is always improving, people are living longer, healthier lives. And so, you know, it's conceivable that it could end up being that people can live that long. The point of right now of considering something that goes to age 121 is that you're not going to outlive it, right? It's likely that you're going to expire before the policy. So it's a way to have the cheapest form of insurance available to whatever age you want without having to worry about the premium spiking at the end of one particular period or another, like a 10 or 20 or 30 years. So that's the next highest level. Now, we're going to take a big jump in premium now when we start considering policies that increase uh, that add cash value. Now, that's regular universal life. Typically, it's a fixed index type of a thing or whole life, which is by far the most expensive. Now, those things will build cash value and build them well. Now, cash value in a policy is actually a pretty good thing. Why? Well, it can build totally tax-deferred. So as you're paying into it with your premium dollars, that cash value is building and its interest that it's earning is all building up inside a policy on a totally tax-deferred basis. Now, what do you do if you want the money? Let's say, you know, you've, you've accumulated, I don't know, $400,000 in one of these types of policies. You're 70 years old, and you say, you know what? I don't really need insurance anymore, um, or I'd like to maybe tap into it, get a little bit back. What would you do? Well, you could withdraw it and pay taxes on the gain at that point, or what a lot of people do, and don't you don't know about it until you actually get involved with it, what a lot of people do is they give themselves a loan out of their own policy. Now, it's a concept, right? It's an interesting concept. What do you mean loan? Why would I want to take a loan? Well, a loan, just like a mortgage or a car loan, all those things, when you take a loan, you don't pay any income tax on that, do you? It doesn't get counted as income because it's actually considered a loan, a debt. You borrowed that money from someone else and you're paying it back. The thing about life insurance loans, though, 
they have all that favorability when it comes to tax treatment. So you could take a $100,000 loan out and never pay it back. I say, wait a minute, this sounds like shenanigans, trickery, tomfoolery and all. Well, no, not really, because what happens is you're, you will have to pay it back to your estate, I guess, in a certain sense, if you want to look at it that way, um, or into the cash value. Uh, it will, life insurance will pay out less the amount of your loan. So if you had a million dollars of coverage and you wanted to have some that cash and you took a hundred grand, let's say, well, when you die, your estate would receive nine hundred thousand instead of the full million because that hundred thousand gets paid back. So that's a way to get tax free money out of your life insurance before you even expire. So anyway, we have to take another break right now. It's a hard break, and then we will be back, and we'll get into a little bit more on the taxation of certain things. And we're going to talk about the costs, the actual real-life costs of some of this stuff. All right, I will be back very shortly. Hi, folks. Greg Durrett here. Let me take a moment to tell you about a great service that has helped many, many people all across the country. Now, I'm willing to bet you have a terrific home and auto insurance agent. You know, the kind of person that you've been able to build a really strong relationship with based on years of trust and respect. Unfortunately, as is often the case, that same agent doesn't work with the kinds of products we talk about here on the show like life insurance, annuities, long-term care insurance, and disability insurance. Now, wouldn't it be great if you could work with your agent on these products and not have to get referred out to somebody else that you simply don't know? Well, now you can. Just ask your agent to reach out to the folks at pncforlife.com. pncforlife.com was built specifically to provide agents like yours with the tools they need to provide you with all those types of insurances. And the best part is, you'll be dealing with your agency, not some strange new outfit that just got recommended in and you have to follow down the road for. It works great for you and your agent. They don't have to trust any other agent to treat you right. And you don't have to go through the process of trying to learn how to trust someone that you don't know. So ask your agent to look up pncforlife.com today and help them help you with all your insurance needs. That's PNC for Life, P-A-N-D, the letter C, the number 4, and the word life, pncforlife.com. Thanks. All right, folks, welcome back from that shameless self-promotion piece. Anyway, uh, we're back at talking. We have a few more minutes left of the show, uh, and I just want to get into a little bit more on the taxation of life insurance. One of the great things about life insurance, the death benefit pays off no income tax. Now, the, the income tax piece is interesting, but the one thing that people don't necessarily realize is that Let's say you had that million dollars of life insurance on you. Well, that's great, but that will get counted as part of your estate. All right? So when you're considering your estate taxes to your estate on an overall basis, that is counted as an asset. So that million-dollar life insurance product 
comes in comes back into your estate, and so if you had uh, certain amounts of other assets, that may be enough, depending on which state you live in, uh, that may be enough to push you over the estate tax threshold for assets, and then your entire estate would be subject to those taxes. And that's something to consider. Um, a lot of times folks will consider that, hopefully they consider that, up front uh, to make sure that, you know, hey, look, at maybe instead of buying a million, I should have bought a million and a half because I know that that million is going to push me over the threshold and I'm going to have a pretty hefty estate tax bill for my heirs, so I'm going to want to have enough money to pay that off so they can get and keep the full million and the extra half will go to the tax. So it's just another way to manage it. These are things you need to consider when you're looking at life insurance. I mean, if you're buying, if you're if you're really not in that estate tax uh, threat or threshold threat, um, it's not something you need to consider. All you're really considering then is, geez, you know, how how much do I need to pay off the mortgage, or how much do I need to replace my income when I'm gone, um, pay the kids college, whatever the whatever the need for this insurance is in your mind. Um, just make sure that it's something that is can be, all the different things are considered when you're looking at this. So, so it's good to sit down with somebody once you've made that decision to go ahead and get some. Uh, you've used our tool to make sure that you can afford what it is, uh, make sure it is as inexpensive as I'm telling you it is. But here is a, here is a perfect example of uh, the costs, right? the actual true costs. And we'll break it down for you in a way that I hope makes sense that, that when you're looking across that whole spectrum again of things that, like we talked about, the different varieties of, of, of different coverages, um, you, you're going to see you're going to see kind of a spread. All right, uh, here was uh, a female. Uh, she's looking for two hundred thousand dollars of insurance. All right, now. Two hundred thousand, obviously, it's it's a little bit below a threshold. And here's a weird little thing: if you look at two hundred and two hundred and fifty thousand, and on a ten-year term basis, her cost for two hundred thousand was twenty-one dollars in, in in a few pennies a month. Two fifty was eighteen dollars in a few pennies. Weird, right? But not because a lot of the insurance carriers will have certain amounts of banded rates. So in other words, you hit that 250 mark and the price per thousand goes down. So actually buying more is cheaper than buying less. So it's interesting. It doesn't always work out that way. Not always, but it can. All right, so here is, now we're going to go to a 20-year term. So let's just stick with the with the $200,000 number because that's an easier number just to, to hear in. All right, so we're going a $21 premium. Up. Now going up to 20-year term, it's going to go to $27. So you've doubled the term, but you've only gone up $6 a month in cost. Now to go to a 30-year term, that would be 40 bucks a month for that same $200,000. But in guaranteeing that premium for a longer time, so hence, the money is going to be higher. Now, to go to guaranteed to age, let's say 110, you're looking at about 130 bucks a month. 
Now, that's that guaranteed universal life. You can see there's a pretty big jump in premium, but you're also asking the insurance company pretty much you're definitely going to be paying me or paying my heirs because I'm likely to, or I'm considering the fact that I'm probably going to pass away before that. Now, when you start getting way up there now, now we're getting into the universe, you know, the universal life that builds cash value, you're going to be talking somewhere in the neighborhood of four to 500 bucks a month for that 200000 based on the age of this person. Right? Could be less, depending on the health and this and that and the other, um, but could also be more, depending on health and whatever. All right, when you start getting up into a whole life, again, you're in that same ballpark. Consider the universal life to be maybe about 400 a month, the whole life probably about five. Um, only because it's building a significant amount of cash value. Now, don't get lost in the cost on this, all right? Lost in the cost means that, gee, that's a lot of out-of-pocket. Yeah, but you're also building a lot of cash value. So there it is. I hope I've undone some of the mystery that is this life insurance premium thing, and I hope that it's been clearer than it has in the past, and I hope that I can stop stupid idiot I've been all these years and not considering the cost as the primary driver for folks. So I hope everyone has a great week, and we will be back next week with yet another amazing, wonderful, fabulous, I think, I hope. So take care, everybody. We hope you enjoyed today's Wicked Insurance Matters with Greg Durrett, aired every Wednesday at 9.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shows are archived on the Wicked Housewives on Cape Cod Radio Network, iTunes, and his website, www.futuresecuredfinancial.com, or give him a call on his direct line, 978-509-2941. See you next week. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.